and welcome to the 100th episode of the Employee to Boss podcast. I am your host, Haley Hayhurst, the owner of Espresso Podcast Production, a full-service podcasting agency where I help business owners, brands, and creatives become successful podcasters. Today, I thought it'd be fun to go back to the start of my story from Employee to Boss, basically how I became an entrepreneur, what has changed in the four years I've been running Espresso Podcast Production. I wanted to touch on things that have changed my business. And then I also wanted to share some tips for entrepreneurs who also want to grow in their business. Now, I am established. I know what I'm doing. I have consistent income. Basically, my business is not going to fall apart. But Still, I mean, when we think about these big companies, they've been around for years and years and years. And so as I continue to grow, I'm sure my tips and advice will change. But if you are in your first three to four years of business, I would love to share what I have learned along the way. And then I also wanted to share my vision for Espresso Podcast Production going forward. So let's get right into episode 100. First of all, I am so thankful for all of you listeners who come back week after week to listen to other entrepreneurs and myself discuss business. I started this podcast with the goal that it will help so many people be able to take that first step into business or take that second step to grow their business. I remember back when I was in corporate and I would be listening to podcasts about entrepreneurship all day long, right? I worked at the city at the time and I would be so bored sitting at my desk dreaming about the day that maybe I could start my own business. And it wasn't even like a thought really. It was, oh, this would be cool. Let me learn about it. So I started to listen to podcasts like Being Boss and other I wish I remembered all the ones that I would listen to, but being boss was one of the ones that really got me to start thinking. And it was that same time where I was working at the city that I had a friend who worked there as well. We were in college together and we had the idea to start a podcast together. Now, we had a pro wrestling podcast, very different from what I do now in my business, but her and I talked about pro wrestling, especially women in pro wrestling every single week. And we just did it for fun, a way to, you know, continue to talk to each other, a way to grow our skills. And we were like, maybe this will be, you know, there's not many women talking about wrestling. We could do something big with this. And I'm so proud of my co-host, Lori. She now has taken over the podcast full time and is doing it still. This was back in, I want to say 2018, 20. I think 2018. So that was really where we were both journalism students and had some free time on our hands. And we're like, we have access to this podcasting studio at college, at our college. Why don't we just take advantage of it and really try to do something with this? So we had it for about a year and then the pandemic started. I moved up to Seattle and she took over the podcast full time. I was from Las Vegas, so I went to UNLV And she still lives in Las Vegas and is doing it. So if you want to listen to her now and support her, that podcast is called Wrestling Wind Down. I will put it in the show notes. But 
that was really my first step into anything podcasting. So it all started with me being a podcast listener and then thinking her and I together, we were like, why don't we just start this? Why don't we just try and see what happens here? So that was all very fun. We were doing everything on our own. So we would switch weeks editing. We would, you know, do promotion. She would focus on Twitter. I would do Instagram. And we were just really working together to grow this. And so when I stopped doing that podcast, I really never thought I would get back into podcasting just because I didn't understand that you could have a career from it at the time. This was in 2020 when the pandemic started. So I had all this experience. I had just graduated college. I went to school for journalism. So I was focusing on writing, journalism, and of course, the podcast and audio engineering. So when I moved up to Seattle, I was unemployed, recently laid off. I was working in corporate communications previously. So I had a lot of like writing skills and had that corporate understanding, that corporate mindset. I was working at UFC. That was my last corporate job before starting my business. And the vibe there was very chill, right? It was a very laid back environment, which I'm so thankful for. I'm like so thankful that that was my corporate experience. That was, you know, I worked for the city and that was not chill. So UFC, I was an intern there and everyone was just so welcoming. Everyone was so just helpful. And that's not the vision that I had for corporate. So going into that, I was like, wow, this is like great. And then the pandemic started. So that was how that journey ended. And then when I moved up to Seattle, I was applying for different jobs, to be honest, right? I was applying here and there into all these different roles with my new degree, While there were so many other people who had been in the workforce, you know, I was 22, but there were all these other people who've been in the workforce for years who had just been laid off, very qualified, and it was just very competitive. So thinking about going back into a corporate role that was not chill, like the city job that I had, I was so scared. I was, at the point, I was like, I would rather just work some random job then go into like a corporate role that's going to basically just drain my inspiration and although I did get through that previous job by listening to podcasts and thinking about the next thing and being inspired after graduating college I was like okay well what am I going to do now because I don't have like a podcast studio I can go to I don't really have a vision of exactly what role I'm going to go into. So I'm just trying to figure this all out. And I was so overwhelmed. The universe must have been looking out for me because a connection of mine was my cousin's cousin. Her name is Asley Maslow. She is a business coach. She was my very first client. So she reached out to me and she said, hey, I know that you used to have a podcast. I have a podcast. It's called the Pretty AF Podcast. I would love it if you could help me. Like, I'll pay you. And I was like, okay, great, because I don't really have a job right now, and I'm living in a new city, and I'm trying to figure it all out. So I was like, yeah, this will be great for, you know, a little bit of extra money. I will be doing something that I actually enjoy while I continue to look for jobs. I was like, this is perfect. Like, I can't believe this happened. 
So I was working with Asley for a couple of months, I would say. And she, you know, saw potential in me. She's a business coach. And so she's great at what she does. And she usually helps earlier. Well, at that time, she was helping earlier phase entrepreneurs. And so she basically was like, Haley, if you want to grow this business, I know a lot of people who need your help with podcasting and virtual assistance. So if you want me to like connect you with some people, I can do that. So I said, yes. She told me about how to create a freebie. I had never heard of that before. I created probably the shittiest freebie on the whole internet, but I was able to put that on Facebook and kind of feel like a business, like I was starting something. So she connected me with a mutual person that she knew, also in Las Vegas. Her name is Ati Greenspun, and she's a personal branding coach. And that was so fun working for her. I was doing more virtual assistant stuff with her. So I was doing podcasting for Asley, virtual assistants for Atti. And I was like, this is so fun. People will pay me to like do what I like. This is crazy. So after that was, I was working with them for a little bit. I decided to kind of go out on my own and look for different clients that I might be able to have. And I came across... Ronit Plank on a website I don't even remember. It was like LinkedIn, but I had never logged into it before and I've never logged into it again. But I messaged a whole bunch of people and Ronit was one of them. And I was like, hey, Ronit, I'm a new business owner who helps with podcasting. Like if you ever need help with anything, I would love to. Like I basically pitched myself to her. And she was like, hey, like, I actually do need help. Why don't we connect? I'm also based here in Seattle. Like, let's chat. And I still work with Ronit till this day. And this was probably three and a half years ago. We've done different podcasts together. And that was when I was when I had three clients. I was like, oh, my God, I can make this work. I remember doubting it along the way and just having weird remarks from friends of mine or mutual people I know who maybe don't really understand that you can be an entrepreneur and make money, but I was not going to let that deter me. I wasn't going to be like, oh yeah, you're right. This is weird. This is a strange way to make money. But I was like, I can do this. And I am a Taurus. I can be stubborn. And once I realized that there was potential in this, I realized, okay, let's just keep going. So I kept getting referral after referral, kept doing outreach. I hired a, my first business coach. It was my first business investment. It was the scariest thing I've ever done. And it was a mindset coach, Kira Patrick. And I owe so much of my success to her because she really got me into the right mindset to be a business owner, right? Before then I was a student. I was an intern. I was in corporate. I was doing my podcast just for fun and, you know, never expected to, do anything with it after the fact. And so Kiera really got me into the business mindset. So if you are ever thinking of hiring a mindset coach, I highly, highly, highly recommend her. I'll put her links in the show notes. I also have an episode with her a while back. So if you scroll back, you'll see an episode with Kiera Patrick. So after I went through like a three-month program with Kiara, I felt like I was ready to really just like keep growing this thing. So this was all within the first year, the first couple months. This was all within the first couple months, really. And 
I was just so excited. But I also was a little stressed. So I was getting random clients here and there, like virtual assistance clients who needed me to run their Facebook groups. I had people who wanted me to do DM outreach. I had people who wanted me to do the most random things. And after doing that for a while, when you start business, you will say yes to everything. That's just the truth. You'll be like, yeah, someone will pay me $500 a month to do this. Perfect. Someone will pay me $1,000 a month to do this. And you're probably going to be very underpriced, but you're going to say yes because you need the experience. And that is one of the first tips I want to share is say yes to a lot of things and do things for free or do things for low cost for a while because you need the experience. These days, I see a lot of people who maybe don't even have a podcast go into podcast production. People who don't have a successful business who are business coaches. It's a lot out there. And so we'll get into this soon. But that is one of my first things It's just say yes, because you don't know what you would like. Maybe I would have loved virtual assistance. But if I never gave it a try, I wouldn't have known. And spoiler, I hated it. <laughs> I did it for a long time because, again, I needed that income. But once I got to the point where I could just do podcasting, which is what I do now, I was far, far away from that. I was like, never looking back. So that was my first year of business, just figuring things out and honestly, just trying a lot of different things. So my second year of business was also very fun. I was still doing virtual assistance. I was mainly doing podcasting. I was still saying yes to a lot of things, but I was trying to learn more. I was trying to adapt to business. I was no longer thinking of myself as a brand new business owner. I was realizing like I do have experience in this and I am excited to continue this. So that was a big mindset shift for me. I did hire a business coach who was more on lead generation. And while it wasn't a bad investment, it just doesn't, it wasn't what my business needed. So that kind of was disappointing for a while of having made this investment into a coach and just realizing it wasn't helping. She did teach me some things of, you know, how to create better freebies, how to host webinars and trainings. Those are all things I still do in my business. So like I said, it wasn't for nothing, but it wasn't great. But during this time, one of the things that I was offering, which was her idea, which I do owe this to her, like this helped me a lot. She said, why don't you offer free 30-minute calls to any podcaster who wants to talk to you, and you basically do an audit for their podcast. Look at their marketing, look at their editing, look at their content, just really high level, and then pitch them at the end. And I was like, okay, I can do that. So I would post on Facebook groups and say, hey, I have a th- who wants to book a free podcast audit for me? And so I would get I swear to God, hundreds of people being like, me, 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 me. And so I would say yes to most of them. If they had a podcast that I absolutely like just did not want to work with, I would be like, eh, I won't like I did respect my time, of course. But a lot of people I was interested in. So a lot of business coaches, a lot of 
comedy podcasts, a lot of lifestyle, a lot of sports. I had a lot of different people in all different industries who were booking these free 30-minute calls for me. And most surprisingly, most of them showed up to these audits. So I would have like two, three a day, three times a week, four times a week. And I would just say, here's here's what I see from your podcast. This is good. This isn't great. This is where we could work on. Here's a pitch. And I wasn't like the best at sales at that time. So I didn't convert as many people as I would like to. But I did convert a lot of people into clients. And if, even if I didn't, I was learning. I was learning what worked. I was seeing all these different podcasts. I was doing all this market research. And I was helping them. I helped so many people during this time. It was crazy. And some of them have even messaged me like, that was so great. Like, I don't have the money to work with you right now, but thank you so much. And so I was giving away all this free value and I'm not mad about it, right? I was getting my name out there. I was getting all this experience. That was the main thing. I was getting so much experience from it. So after I decided I was done with those free calls, I, you know, I now charge for those, but it's because I have put in hours and hours and hours of experience just working with so many different podcasters. So once I realized I was finished with those free ones, I did start charging and I still do charge now, but it's only because I was able to grow all of that experience and really learn from all of these different industries and see what works, what doesn't. And these podcasters were getting results from what I was giving them. So it was a huge confidence boost for me too. It was also around this time where I decided I was done with virtual assistants. I had a couple clients who wanted me to run their Facebook groups and it was so time consuming. And yes, I was helping them. Yes, they were seeing results. Yes, they were paying me really, really well because at that time I was like, well, I guess I'm good at this. I just don't really want to do it. So let me price it at a point where I would do it. So I was making a lot of money from it and I just, my heart wasn't in it. So once I wrapped up with my last virtual assistance client, I did have a moment where I was like, oh my God, I'm doing all podcasting now. Like this is my career. This is where I have to like really shine and continue to grow my knowledge in this area. So this was also the time where I launched this podcast about two years ago, Employee to Boss. Very exciting. This podcast has taught me a lot about podcasting in the business space. And I've seen so much change from even when I first started back in 2017, 2018 to starting this podcast in December of 2021 with my first episode coming out on December 7th. So basically 2022, almost. So the things that I've seen shift in this industry have been crazy. I saw it just as like a hobby back when we started Wrestling Wind Down, and I wasn't really paying attention to anything outside of the wrestling space. And then when I started my business in 2020, that's when I was like, okay, let me see what else is out there. And then when I started in 2021 with this podcast, I realized people need help with their podcasts, first of all, but also the need for podcasts and the desire for people's podcasts is changing. So what I mean by this is back then it was just for fun. I was doing it as a hobby, 
but a lot of other people were too. And then there were these big podcasts out there like Joe Rogan and Call Her Daddy and all these other ones that people saw blow up and everyone was like, oh my God, I want to make so much money from my podcast. Like, that's so fun. So then that's when people started seeing it as a business opportunity. Fast forward to now, video podcast is exploding. People are using it for their marketing. And while I was thinking about this the other day, I miss the times where podcasting was just for fun, just to talk, just to chat. And it is part of the industry that I'm in now, which is business, but I do miss when it was just like pure enjoyment because now it's wanting to make money, needing it for your marketing, needing it to get leads. And while that's all fun and I do love this, I love like the way it's going and I have so much fun with my podcast marketing clients where I take their podcasts, take like four hours a month of their podcast, so an episode a week. And I cut it into at least 200 clips. So that's 200 pieces of content for their clients or potential clients to find them from. I disperse it all over TikTok, Reels, YouTube Shorts, and then they get leads from it. So this is fun. I love this. I love that it's like a business marketing tool. But I do miss when it was just like, let me just sit in the studio with my friend and chat for a while. But whatever, this is the way it's going and podcasting is just so beneficial for business. I think it's just like, it's fun. I do love it. And I love that this is where people are finding money and sources and and leads. And like, this is such a passion of mine. I'm, I'm excited to see how it continues to grow. So after I started Employee to Boss and continued to just grow my business, with podcasting only. That's really how I got to where I am today, where I do focus more on marketing. I focus on strategy and I also focus on editing. So all of my clients are amazing, amazing business owners who are using their podcast in strategic ways to really continue to grow their show and continue to grow their business. So like I mentioned, I focus now a lot on VIP days, which are where podcasters can come to me and we either set up their podcast, we set up their launch strategy, we look at their marketing and connect their podcast and their business and really help them see results. And so these are super powerful, very, very powerful days where they really can grow their podcast and make it work for them. The second way I really work with my clients now is marketing, so ongoing marketing. So I have a coaching program where we start off with a VIP day and then for six months I help you continue to make that happen. Six months where we execute our strategy together. So instead of it just being one day where I'm like, this is what you should do, this is going to get you results, now go ahead and do it. That's great for some people. Now, some people need a little bit more support ongoing. And the great thing with the coaching program is I keep an eye on your stats. I keep an eye on what's performing good. So while it is amazing with that VIP day, this is more long term. So that's another way that my business has grown. I didn't have that when I first started. And now I actually do the hands-on done-for-you marketing for them. So Record for four hours a month, send me it, I'll produce your whole episode, I will post it, you'll be on YouTube, you'll be on Spotify, Apple Podcast, you will be out here 
doing great things. Like your podcast will be live and performing well. And on top of that, I'm cutting down your episodes into at least 200 clips a month, putting it on YouTube, shorts, TikTok, reels, all these different places, creating blog posts for you. I'm creating social media posts. And really, it's just like taking your podcast to the next level. This is very high level for anyone who really wants to use it as a key marketing strategy. Podcasts are blowing up all over TikTok and all over Reels. And if you want to be one of those podcasts, this is how I help you. This is how it gets done. So that is a newer offer I just rolled out a couple months ago, and it has been so fun just like connecting with podcasters who want this high level growth. And as always, my bread and butter are podcast launches and podcast editing. So video editing, high level video editing, right? High level audio editing and podcast launches. This is my favorite way to start with podcasters because we get to start from the scratch. We get to create the branding together. We get to start off the show on the right foot. It is my favorite way to work with podcasters in the beginning. So if you do want to start a podcast, know that my bread and butter offer is podcast launches and oh, so fun. I absolutely love, love, love helping people start their podcasts. I have quite a few podcasts that I'm launching right now and it is just so fun editing the trailer, getting the music just right, getting the logo just right. It is so exciting to me to really see it all come together. So as my business continues to grow, there are new things that I'm offering, such as I'm starting this YouTube channel where I will be doing weekly training videos on different podcast topics. So everything to do with podcasting from launching a podcast to how to start a podcast to recording a podcast to editing a podcast podcast branding, podcast marketing. I'm going to fill out a lot of playlists on my YouTube, starting with one video a week. So right now I'm in the series of how to start a podcast. So we talked about how to find your niche episodes, like how to actually research for your episodes. And we also talked about if a podcast is right for you. And we're just continuing to do this more and more. Along with the YouTube training, I'm offering more high-level trainings, masterclasses coming up. So it's going to be a masterclass series that you can buy one masterclass for a specific topic. Say you want to learn more about podcast monetization, there'll be an hour-long masterclass for that. I'm going to do one a month. And if you just want to buy for the whole year, it will be just one flat rate and you'll get access to all of those. And so that is where my business is growing into more of the training Now, I love doing the podcasting for my clients, and I will never stop doing that, but there are people who want to do their podcasts on their own or want to do a more DIY approach to it. This is for them. So I put in the hours, and now I'm able to train people, right? I put in hours and hours, four plus years at least, of just podcasting, right? From the day I started my business to now, I have learned so much, and this is why I can now train people on podcasting. This is why I can now train people on marketing. I have done the hours, I have put in the work, and I have learned the things that I need to learn to now train people. I will never stop learning, of course. 
I will never stop improving myself and my business and my podcasting skills, but there is so much knowledge that I have to share with all of you. So keep an eye out. My Instagram is Espresso Podcast Production. That is where I announce most things. I also have my website where you can learn more about services and when the masterclasses are live, I'll be posting about it everywhere. So just come check it out. Okay, now that I've told you all about my business, all about the years and years of what I have learned, what I have done, all of this, I now want to share my top tips for anyone who wants to start their own business and their own podcast. So I want to thank you for listening to the first half of this podcast, which is my journey. I hope that you really enjoyed hearing how I started off just being a podcast listener to a hobby podcaster to now training people. It was it's been years, right? It's been quite a journey and I've loved every second of it. Okay, now let's get into the tips that I have for you. So if you're a longtime listener to this podcast, you already know I ask every guest to end each episode by sharing three action steps for the audience to take to move forward with their journey in whatever conversation that we had. So I thought that I would continue that trend and share my top three action steps for you to take this week. Number one, you actually need to take action if you have an idea for a business or a podcast or whatever it is. And I would challenge you to honestly take that action within the first 72 hours of having an idea. So this might be as simple as starting to Google how to actually make it happen. Or maybe it's something as detailed as signing up for an LLC. You know, whatever it is, take steps within the first 72 hours. I think that business is all about taking messy actions. And messy actions doesn't mean that it's not done well. Messy actions just means maybe you are going to actually make it happen. You're going to do the thing and then clean it up afterwards and make it actually the way that you want it to be. I think that it's so easy to keep putting back our dreams because we get into this perfectionist mode. So just within the first 72 hours of having an idea that you want to follow, you should take action. So I'm a big procrastinator sometimes. And so this is big for me as well. This is something that I started doing in my business starting in this year in 2024. And I have seen quite a difference. My second tip for you is start to build your community. I moved to Seattle, like I mentioned in this episode, and I only knew two people and definitely did not know anyone who had a business. So it's taken a while to actually get to know people who are business owners. I've started going to networking groups. I've started to really prioritize meeting people who I can talk to about business. I think that that makes a huge difference when you're first starting out and as you continue to grow because I have some crazy ideas for my business of like huge growth ideas and it's nice to be able to talk about them with someone and they are like, oh yeah, totally supportive. Like I know someone that's done that before. You can totally do this. So that's my second tip for you. Start building your community, but also your community whether it be you start a podcast and the community is your listeners or you're starting an Instagram and the community is your followers, 
those are the people that will support you and they will also be the people that will help you grow your business. So prioritize getting a following, meeting people in person, talking about your business. These are all very important things that I would really challenge you to do. And my third is honestly, don't be afraid to mess up because there's really no way that you can mess up when you're starting to grow your business. And you should take advantage of the time where you might not have a team or you might not have a lot of eyes on you or you might not have a dedicated following who expects something from you every single day, right? This is the time where you can kind of test things out. You can see what you like, what you don't like. You can, you know, start the podcast. If you hate it in three months, stop it. Start the YouTube channel. If you hate it in three months, stop it. I would give everything three months that we can really see if you like it or not. Really just start whatever it is. Like I said, within 72 hours, start taking action towards it, but don't be afraid to mess up. Nothing is going to be perfect in the beginning. And honestly, even as you grow, nothing is going to be perfect. I try to make things at least 80% perfect for my own business. For my clients, that's a different story. I am a perfectionist when it comes to them. But once you are able to really let go of that perfectionism, that will really stop holding you back from so much. So I hope that you have enjoyed this episode and I really thank you for your support over the past hundred episodes. If you're newer to this podcast, I have so many great conversations with amazing business owners in the backlog that you can go and look at. So episode one through 99, all amazing and more to come on Employee to Boss. Thank you for listening to the Employee to Boss podcast. If you made it to the end of this episode, I hope that you implement the actionable steps from this week's experts so you can get started with your business today. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the Employee to Boss podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. It helps more than you could ever imagine. Remember, a little progress each day leads to big results. We come out with a new episode every Tuesday. To access our show notes, transcripts, and courses, please check out EspressoPodcastProduction.com.